Hey, I'm Matt Hutchins, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. And you? I'm good. Uh, April is here. Uh, Masters is right around the corner. The kind of the significance of signaling of springtime for all the golfers of the world. That is the areas are blooming. It's all it's all good. Yep, it's all good. All right, episode one sixty six. Jumpstart your business with a joint venture. We're just gonna play on words. Jumpstart your business with a joint venture. Um, we were talking about this offline, and you and I were talking about you know a great way to get new business, generate new business is, is to find a new partner. But instead of a partner, like taking on a partner, we're talking about more like teaming up with somebody, a joint venture, uh, uh, referral network, referral source, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, in this, they call it the gig economy today. And, and the reason why is because <laughs> a lot less people want to hire somebody on staff. Right. So let's say you want to launch a new product in your business. Let, let's say you, whatever, you have a, uh, um, a, a dog grooming business and you want to start a dog tooth cleaning business, whatever, um, but you don't do tooth cleaning. Well, this, was, this is where you can say, well, I want to add this thing, but I don't want to hire, like, I don't want to hire a person because I don't know how well it's going to do. I don't, Maybe I don't know how to do this. Maybe I don't want to invest the money into toothbrushes for dogs, whatever. I mean, you know what I'm... Uh, yeah, but, I, I'll use a real life example, right? So, so, so you could say, um, uh, we're talking about um, a consultant. Uh, I got a guy who's a consultant that does kind of consulting projects. And I got a guy that does, um, a CPA guy who does taxes and tax planning. Well, the two of them can put together a, a, a package that is kind of like a consulting tax planning package, right? Yep. That, it's, that it's, you know, the CPA will do the tax planning, right? And, and, but he doesn't really do a lot of consulting and the consultant does the consulting. So you go in there and you pitch, you know, we'll teach you how to, you know, put a tax plan, you save money, but then we'll do the consulting where you end up making more money so you can take more time off. So it might be a great example is a lot of CPAs are stuck just doing tax returns and some tax preps and some bookkeeping. They could add consulting by teaming up with somebody. Hey, I have a bunch of business clients that I do business books for, but I'd love to get into the consulting business. I just don't know what to do or how to do it. Maybe I'll bring on a consultant, team up with a consultant, and we'll share that revenue somehow. I'll get a referral fee or a percentage of that fee that we generate together, or we package it together and we split yeah. it or whatever. This yeah, joint is. ventures are done in the marketing world all the yeah. time. You know, I mean, yeah. affiliate marketing. And I mean, those are all some kind of joint venture, but it's done in real estate all, all the time too. Is um, let's say I, I find a piece of property and I, I got a great deal on it, but maybe my capital is tied up in another project or other projects. Um, right. Well, that's when you can joint venture with somebody else who has the capital and you create an LLC where you, one brings the capital, another one brings the deal. And, and sometimes it's done 50-50, sometimes it's done... You know, see, that's it. Yeah. Joint ventures get structured all different ways, but well, yeah. You know, yeah. So, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Allows you to think. So, so going on, you know, and I'm talking, you're trying to grow your business. And, and so I've got lawyers that I work with, right? And so lawyers are allowed to refer business to other lawyers and, and get a, a referral fee, for lack of a better term, right? And that's typically 25%. It, it ranges, but, you know, 20 to 30, let's just say it's 25%. But the two types of referrals happen would be 
one, this is not my niche, right? So I deal with automobile accidents and this is medical malpractice. So, but it came through my network and my connections, but I don't do medical malpractice. I just do car wrecks, right? Cars and trucks, motorcycles. So I'll refer that to a guy who specializes in medical malpractice, but because I refer it to him, that's his specialty, that's great. I don't, but he, he gives me a referral fee for that. Vice versa, he might come the medical mal guy, might trip across a automobile accident. Well, he doesn't do that. That's not his specialty, but he will send that to me and I'll be, you know, for the auto, you know, usually truckers, big truck cases or big things and cars get hit by trucks and, and and sometimes they're tied together, but they're two pieces, right? So the medical malpractice was a guy was hit by a big 18 wheeler and then injuries happened and there was medical malpractice. So that's this guy. But then the actual accident itself, you need the, the trucking lawyer. So you refer that to, to me and I'll and I'll take care of that. And that's the way we're kind of building each other's business by referring business back and forth to each other, right? Because it's not our specialty, right? There are other lawyers. Most of those lawyers are on TVs uh, that you see, you know, whatever. One call does it all. I don't know what all the ones you have in Florida, but, you know, usually lawyers that advertise. A lot of times those guys um, are not trying the cases themselves. They're they linked are just They're linked yeah. for what they are um yeah they are trying to find cases that they will farm out to other specialists and they get that referral fee maybe they'll keep the ones that are easy to settle you know the the, the no-brainers hey i can do this myself i'll get a junior lawyer that can do this but the complicated stuff i can't do but it came through my marketing activities and i can send that to the guy who specializes in medical malpractice or trucking injuries or labor. and so there are law firms that are really just marketing firms that are their business is I'm the guy who runs the ads on Facebook and ads radio and TV and one call, that's all. And we found you know, a billion dollars for people in settlements, but really they're just the marketing firm and they don't really try the cases, they, 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 they shovel them out. But that's a joint venture. Their joint venture is, hey, I'm doing the marketing. I don't have time or the inclination or the skill. So I joint venture with somebody who could actually try the case for me that could actually win the case, in which case I'll get 25 in that case you might get 30 35. it's surprising that okay so what's funny is okay you you're bringing up legal now yeah yeah yeah. like in in legal it's allowed why because they make the laws i mean that's why it's allowed but in uh, <laughs> okay. right they make the laws so because lawyers become judges and then they they become politicians and and then they make laws well um that's not allowed like in real estate like let's say um I wanted to raise money for a investment and you, right. and you knew somebody who had the money and you referred them to me and they invested in my deal. And together we got this thing. What can't happen is you can't get paid for that referral because that's against the sec guidelines um, under 506 uh, B and C it's against the guidelines. The only way you can make money is to become a part of the general partnership and then part and be a participant in the deal. Okay. So, so even, you know, so what works in legal doesn't work all the time. But the point is joint ventures, the best way to say a joint venture, it allows you to get something done that you either can't get done on your own or you, you, you can't effectively get done on your own. And by bringing someone else in, A, you can make more money B, you can 
expand your horizons to do something that you may not be capable of doing. So joint ventures are always a way uh, to really enhance your offering. That's right. That's so, right. Um, that being said, I've done a lot of joint ventures, even on the marketing side. And some have worked out, some haven't. Um, some work out really well. When I say on the marketing side, where I, I'm, I decide, to, okay, I'll take a, a smaller fee for, for my services. Um, in return, I get a piece of the back end. And then it becomes a joint venture because I'm incentivized to make sales for that particular entity or person. That's right. That's so, right. Um, now, in the, in the uh, financial services world, how does that work? How does a joint venture work in financial services? Can there be uh, reciprocity or anything um, in so, 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 so yes and no. So they're different. In the financial world, it is. So you can have somebody that, that solicits business for you, like you know a client, and then you can pay them a, they call it a solicitor's fee, but that all has to be disclosed and you can't charge any more money. So if you charge... $50,000 for your services, and you're going to pay him, the guy that referred a client to you, $5,000, 10% referral fee, 15, whatever the number is, you couldn't charge more money. Hey, I'm going to charge Dave 55,000. So I really net myself. No, no, I have to charge you the 50,000, which is what I would charge any other client, even though I'm paying a referral fee, a solicitation fee. So you can have solicitation and then have an arrangement like that. Um, you can have joint ventures where, you know, financial advisor teams up with a CPA, go back to that package before that I was talking about where it's a financial advisor and a CPA and they, they share the fees, but then it gets a little delicate, but it's really going to be, you know, he kind of keeps the financial advisor fee and he kind of keeps the tax, tax planning fee, but maybe there's some fees. The other way uh, that is, I don't know how to explain this without no legal advice, yada, 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 is, is uh, a marketing. We all pay to market together. So we put on an event, but then kind of my clients are your, and your clients are your clients, but, but we paid the marketing fee together and, and we did an event. And so we shared that cost. So oh, you that's do, so common. I mean, yeah. you look at, you, you have these big symposiums, three-day symposium, and all these speakers are going to be there. Every one of those speakers is either paid to be there or they've done a joint venture to where, hey, okay, we're all going to go in on this whole big thing. We're going to all spend money on the ads. We're all going to bring our list. We're all going to bring traffic. Each one of us is going to get the same amount of stage time and you'll have an opportunity to sell to the audience. And, and it's a big giant joint venture, but for the most part, everybody keeps their piece of the pie. But your, your joint venture is the marketing money that's put together. So, you know, and, yeah. but the why people do this is probably more important than the how in that when you're, when you're in a situation where you're trying to figure out a way to grow your business, um, it's usually advantageous to figure out a way to help someone else in the process. And that's, yeah, that, why, that's a great point. Yes. Yeah, I think that's why joint ventures tend to be um, a viable option other than hiring somebody or even in a joint venture, a, a lot of times you don't have to get a partner. The thing nowadays, if you have a business partner in your business, 
that's a like a marriage. And yeah, it, well, in any kind of business, it's like a marriage, right? But you're exactly right. So, so you don't want to do on that. I'm going to go back into to the joint ventures. So, like in, in in my financial advisor practice on that side of the business, I that is how I get a lot of my clients is referrals from centers of influence, lawyers, uh, uh, lawyers, CPAs, and and consultants. Those are not solicitation arrangements. Usually, they are just we work together to provide the best for clients. But it really is more than that in the sense of. Um, how do you say that? I'm always looking to, you, you, you just triggered it. I want to help them do whatever. So if I'm talking with a lawyer and I and we want to refer and do some business together, right? I want to help him, whatever his, does he need to grow his business? Then great, I'll help him try to find clients, right? But a lot of times it's not that. Like what I think a lot of people misunderstand, it isn't about the money. It isn't about the money, especially with lawyers and CPAs and some consultants. It isn't about the money. It's, it's something else is what I call their hot button. Right. So Maslow's laws or whatever those are, the hierarchies of Maslow's, what do people want? Right. So sometimes it is money, but very rarely. There's, there's some studies talking about joint ventures are really only 10 or 20 percent about money. The rest is about do I like you and trust you and what I would I send my friends to you and those kind of things. And so a lot of time you're just trying to build a friendship. That's when you're, you're saying you're building a friendship, but I want to help you do whatever you want to do. Right. So if it can be something like uh, help him run his business better, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's a lawyer, he's a CPA, and gosh, he's working his tail off. I, you know, I'm pretty good at that, right? That's what you and I do in our coaching. So, so I might coach him how to run his practice, his consulting practice better. I've, I've got a marketing guy right now. I coach the marketing guy how to run his practice better. That makes him like me. He sends me referrals, right? Don't pay for those referrals, but we you know, I've helped him grow his business. I've helped him run his business better. Uh, the kid wants to get into a, a private school and you know somebody, the kid wants to get into a club and you know somebody, the kid wants to go play, the grandkid wants to go play soccer. So you know somebody. So a lot of times it's about a relationship and helping develop that relationship. And it's not just the money. It's yeah. not just the money. It, so my best referral sources are the people that I have helped. I've helped along the way. Some of them, I've helped them grow their business, right? Some of them, I've helped them run their business better. Some of them, I've helped them, you know, you and I always talk about make more money, take more time off, pay less in taxes. I might help somebody learn how to take vacations more often, learn how to enjoy life, learn how to delegate, learn how to hire a virtual assistant. Gosh, I didn't even know about virtual assistants. And you, you know, so I'll teach them how to hire a virtual assistant and use a virtual assistant effectively. So part of the joint adventure may not be monetary. It is, you said it, how do I help somebody else? And me helping them helps my business because I'll I'll get referrals from it. It's not a direct quid pro quo, and it's not as typical as as the joint ventures that we talk about. And and maybe in the service business, a lot of times it is more touchy-feely in in that way. It's not a, hey, I'll send you five clients, you send me five clients. that's That's not how my financial advisor practices work, and that's not how my consulting practice works. The way those works are these long-term joint ventures where I help these people accomplish their goals for whatever that, that purpose is, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you said it before, though. There are other joint ventures where it is offer a product or service to my existing clients. And, I, and we've used this one in the past. And so, like, you know, I am a, I'm a, I'm a handyman, right? And, and I've got – I'm doing handyman for this, this woman. I'm thinking right now I've got a client. we got a handyman, and she is – 
she needs help, right? So now she needs to redo the lawn, right? The handyman doesn't do the lawn, but he can find a landscape and get a referral fee for that. Again, as long as he's not going to be charging her more than she would otherwise, right? She yeah. needs to get her fence done. Well, the handyman might do the fence or he might find somebody else to do it and get a referral fee for that, right? My, uh, my son just did a joint venture. He owns a-, a Perfect. Let's tell that one. He owns pressure Duval, washer, right? Yeah, Duval pressure washing. Which, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in Duval County. If you've okay. watched the Jaguars lose ever, they say Duval. Okay, so we're in Duval County. Anyway, um, but uh, he got this big pressure washing job. Now, okay. when I say big, it's a giant commercial building. And it was a big thing. He's like, I got to go buy this $8,000 pressure washer to do a $5,000 job. I'm like, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Can't you rent it? And he's like, yeah. he goes, nobody's got it. He goes, but I know a guy who's got it. And, and so he ended up talking to the guy. They did the job together. They split the money um, after the cost of the, uh, the material supplies. Right. supplies. And they split the deal. He got the deal. The other guy had the equipment. That's, That's awesome. Perfect example of a joint venture. Perfect example. So a joint venture works a lot of times when, when you need a partnership, but it's, it's, it's short term, you, you know, a partnership short term is the best kind because you're not marrying somebody for life. You, you have a project um, and this project is short term could be five or seven years or short term could be one job. It's, but right. you don't want to have a permanent partner. And, and usually like in the case of my son, it, it saved him an enormous amount of money to not have to, now granted he would have had a new piece of equipment, but he would have gone in the hole to take the first job. And well, well now he knows he can sell more of those jobs. Like now he shouldn't, he doesn't have to be afraid. He could go build upon that success and get some other big jobs like this and then call that same guy up and said, Hey, I got another one. Hey, I got another one. Can we do our same deal? And so now you've opened up your, 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 your son's pressure washing businesses doesn't have to just be small jobs because he knows if he gets a big one, he could team up with the other dude and, and share. Yeah, I mean, his awesome. and to me, it's like, I look at a pressure washer, I'm like, well, the one you got is huge, but apparently <laughs> they right. get bigger and they can handle a lot more water and the tanks. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, you're right, he can take on more work. And so those are the <laughs> reasons for joint venture. It's the same in across so many platforms like I think of the marketing world, the social media marketing world, the, the online coaching industry as a whole, they do joint ventures. They call it affiliate marketing. What they do is someone is doing a product launch. They're selling their next coaching, whatever. And there's all these other players who have these huge lists of people that are already yeah, on their list. network. They're selling to their network, somebody else's product. Yes. So they, they do, a done for, they do a done-for-you email service. Like, here, Matt, uh, I want you to pro my, promote my thing. All you've got to do is put your list name in there and right. put a couple little blurbs about you here, here, and here, and you can just start sending these emails. And then this joint venture happens, and as those deals come in, they come in through your joint venture link. They call it an affiliate link. And every time that comes in, you get paid. And so... And so Joint ventures are, are becoming, not becoming, they are so common, probably in the history of man. And I think it's a safer way to be in a partnership. And I say safer because right. partnerships right. are really long. Yeah. And, yeah. And they're really complicated. In fact, you know, if 
if it's, I mean, they say 50% of marriages end up in divorce. Um, I bet business is the same. I would say that 50% of partnerships at least want to get a divorce, you know, because you can't all, it's sometimes it's, uh, so I've done a couple of partnerships in business. And when you do, my attorney used to always say, okay, before we, we do anything here, we have to define the breakup. And I'm like, you know, literally, oh, yeah, yeah. what does yeah. this look like if everything falls apart? How do we break this company apart? Right, right. And, and that's hard. That's hard to, I mean, that's a hard concept because everything is all hunky dory. We're going to become gazillionaires, right? But you got to define that breakup. Whereas a joint venture, it, yeah, it's just one project or right. one particular product or whatever you want to call it. Yes. And if it doesn't work, we just, shut it down and move on a clearly have- defined a, a clearly defined start and end i think is yeah. what a joint venture is um yeah. and what would you think would be the components of a successful joint venture i my one thing i would say clearly defined start and finish that would be one component um what would I like be- that yeah um again let, let's think of what our goals are right you know if, if you want um I have an existing book book of clients that I want to sell a new product or service with. So, uh, you know, I would want a successful product or service that I can sell to my people that are, like you said, high quality. I know it'll work. And, it, it, you know, um, I'm thinking about your affiliate marketing. I'm thinking about that example of the handyman. I'm thinking about, like, we talk about roofers all the time and roofers and landscapers. Those guys could, could refer business back and forth to each other. You mentioned so, before the relationship. I think that's, a key component of a, whether a good partnership or joint venture, if you got a relationship and you're doing it for the benefit of the other person, that's, I mean, certainly. That's a good one. And we don't like, you know, and, and we've gotten, you know, you and I are, are, are old now, not quite, but we, I feel older, but we don't have to do business with people we don't want to do business with. So part of that is, is definitely, I want people uh, that I, that I have a good relationship with that I, that I like, know, like, and trust, and I like hanging out with. Right. So, so I've been involved in some deals and there's just something that doesn't quite fit. And, and from my experience, the deals that I forced like that always end badly. Whereas I'm, I'm now much more going with my, yeah, I, I like this person. I want to do business with that person or the opposite. Hey, there's something not that rubs me the wrong way. I'd rather just take a pass just from my experience. I've been burned too many times before and, you know, it's just not, not the right time for me. Like we, we, We've got, uh, there's, a, there's a buddy of mine that we were, I was up about, anyway, a couple of weeks ago, and he's gotten very specific with his criteria. You don't mind what his criteria are, but his are very much in his lane. So it's, so it's, a, it's a business I know. So like, it's not, you know, it's not my business, but I know about that type of business, okay? He, his is always about distribution, you know? So his is always about, there's a, there's a distribution channel and we're putting more product through that same distribution channel, right? You know, you sell windows, and now I want to add uh, shutters and, and shades, right? So this is an example, right? I sell windows, but if you sell shutters and shades, that's selling to the same people, same pipeline, right? So he's always about distribution. Yep. And those are the only deals he wants to look at is, is there a way that I can connect these two people? Like he doesn't even want to do it. He wants to just connect the two people. Like this guy sells windows and I know a guy that sells shades. I'd love to connect the two of them and they could sell each other's products and then I just get a little referral fee for putting the deal together. That's very much his criteria. It's all about distribution. And can I find guys that have 
something else that would be valuable for the other person's partnership. And, and yeah. that, that's all he looks for. If it, any other type deal, he won't do any startups. He won't do any, anything that's not in that. You got to respect that, right? That it's, this is what I do. This is what made me money. This is what I know and understand. Those are the only type deals that, that I'll do. Well, and going back to, as you started that, yeah. when you, when you have a joint venture, sometimes the joint venture will expose that you don't want to do another joint venture with this person too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, but stay in your lane. That's a good, I mean, it's a great way of thinking about the business. Stay in your lane, you know. Well, go back to, yeah, stay in your lane. And if like, so, so if I'm looking for a referral source and I'm a CPA, I want to find other people that deal with business owners. Let's say I'm a CPA that deals with business owners. I want to find other people that offer other services to business owners. That could be a marketing person, right? The marketing that sells to, I deal with, again, I use dentists all the time. Let's use lawyers, right? So I'm a CPA for lawyers. I want somebody who's the IT guy for lawyers, right? That would be a great guy for me to join because he has lawyers as, as his clients, right? I want to deal with a marketing firm that deals with lawyers, right? I want to deal with, I don't know who else lawyers do, you know, I don't know, cleaning services that clean law offices. I got, I got no idea, but so I want to go in that. The other way to think about, so, so it's people that have your same clients, okay? The other way, and we, we did this before a long time ago, is what we call the event chain. And I used the wedding example, right? So it's like, when, when you get engaged, you go and buy a ring, right? So the jeweler is kind of, but, but, but what are all the stages of the wedding, right? You got to buy a ring. Then you, you, you probably got to do, uh, I don't know if you get a wedding planner. Uh, you got to choose the, the, the church and the reception. So now we're going church reception. You got to buy, uh, you got to get the band, right? The music, you got to get the cake, you got to get the flowers, you got to get the, the catering, you know, boom, boom. So I call that an event chain. And let's say you're the, 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 the music guy, right? So now you want everybody who's getting an engagement ring to call you to hire you to be the band, right? So you want to network with the jeweler, right? You want everybody who hires a wedding planner to hire you as the band. Right. So you want to do something with a wedding planner. Right. So you're now looking for people that are what I call in the event chain. Right. All those people above you can give you referrals and vice versa. You can give referrals. I don't know what necessarily what orders it go. The cake person, the catering person, the flower person. Right. And, and really what I really like and I've gotten creative with some of my guys is when they create a joint venture or referral with the whole chain. Right. So the jeweler is is pushing the wedding planner, the receptionist, I mean, the reception site, the music guy, the flower guy, uh, the catering guy, he's pushing all of them. And then if the music guy somehow got somebody in, he's pushing the wedding planner, the jeweler, you know, they're all pushing, they kind of, the whole event chain, they're joint venturing, referring each other business, because if you get a wedding planner, you need a band. If you need a band, you need a reception. And so it's really neat. That's a whole different way to look at your joint venture is, who else is, is going to buy something before or after me, right? Yeah. And, and, and you can position yourself in joint ventures with those people that, hey, you know, now we get into your lead magnets and, you know, five disasters to avoid with your wedding. And, 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 and the jeweler you know, has one chapter on, you know, pick the right stuff. And the wedding planner has something that the wedding planner writes and the 
flower person writes something, the band guy writes something, everybody writes their own chapter, they're each giving out that lead magnet to all their own referral sources. So they're, they're kind of, hey, as long as it comes in, more is better for all of us. If it comes in somewhere in our chain, there'll be an opportunity for each of us to refer each other's business. So it's, it's a little different way to think about it is almost your chain of events and where are you in the chain, as opposed to also who else deals with lawyers, right? Two different ways to think about referral sources and, and what makes a successful one would be somebody who does those, offers those services that are very valuable, that you know, like, and trust, that would be not step on each other's toes, right? They're not going to sell my product. I'm not selling your product. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... We could go on for like hours. Ways to jump start, jump start your business with joint ventures, but the point of the matter is, um, it's a it's a way to to be in a partnership without having to um, be a partner, and and it's a, a way to increase revenues, not just for you but for your joint venture partners, and it's a safe way to have a a start and a finish, so you're not you don't get into a situation where you're stuck in a relationship that is not, may not work long-term, but it may. And it's, so it's a, you know, it's kind of a courting process. Yeah. Kind of testing it out. Yeah. yeah so exactly. I, mean, it, I know we covered a lot and we could keep going. Um, I don't know. Episode 166, uh, jumpstart your business with joint ventures. So we were just kind of revisiting that because you and I were talking about it in advance. Instead of a partnership, bringing on a partner, think about a joint venture. How to jumpstart your business with a joint venture. And it might be somebody that deals with the same clients. I was using that CPA with the lawyers and who else deals with lawyers that we can work with. It might be the event chain. Hey, who else buys stuff after they buy my product or before they buy my product? And can I team up with those people? And it's a way to test out a partnership without having to be a partner. Like you said, a very divine, uh, determined, predetermined set and outcome. I was making a point that these joint venture partners, it may not be a monetary thing. It might be helping them accomplish whatever goals they are that may or may not be business-related. Business-related, personal-related, take time off, run their business better, go on a cool vacation, get into a cool club. You know, you help people do those kind of things. You help other people accomplish things, then, then referrals happen, right? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So this kind of stuff we talk about in our, in our group coaching program, um, you surround yourself with people who have done this, have been in there, have used joint ventures and how to use it, been in successful ones and unsuccessful ones, and, and might have ideas to generate for you and your business of, of what joint ventures might be appropriate for you and your industry. That's the kind of stuff we talked about in our in our in our group coaching and our mastermind. Interested in that, Matt at profitlitymd.com, David profitlitymd.com. And then our irresistible offer, we always talk about our profit acceleration session. We can find any business owner, $50,000, $100,000 without spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing. That's called our profit acceleration session. We can help you find the money. Where is it? Identify it, put a plan together and how to do it. And then hopefully you would hire us to help you implement it or join our group to help you implement it, right? That's, it. That's at profitabilitymd.com is our website, our YouTube channel, ProfitabilityMD. Obviously, everywhere you find your podcast, where you find this, and I already said the YouTube channel. So this was good stuff. So just revisiting the joint venture stuff, man, there's a lot of different ways to jumpstart your business. But but you know, don't. A lot of times you're just twiddling your thumbs. You know, kind of think outside the box. Instead of getting a new partner, maybe you just need a joint venture to kind of do a joint venture to jumpstart your business. Great show, Matt. Thanks, buddy. I enjoyed it.